me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. Anxious world, what's going on, everybody? I thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. I am your host, Keith. And I um, hope everybody out there is staying safe, taking care of themselves, taking care of their family, like I always say. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. Another episode, you know, uh, just trying to be a voice for mental health, you know, letting people, you know, that's struggling or who has struggled with mental health, you know, share their truth, share their story, talk about what they've been through. Um, I only think it can help, you know, uh, the more we talk about mental health, the better it is be plain and simple. Um, like I said, that's the number one goal of the podcast. Um, that's what I aim to do. Um, just help people out. Let people, you know, express their feelings, express what they've been through. So with that being said, um, I'm going to keep this thing moving on this episode. Episode number 67, I believe. Yeah, we we getting up there. We almost in the 70s. Um, so, yeah. So on this podcast... On this episode, I should say, um, you guys will hear the story of Jovan McCray. And um, he's basically, you know, he's going to talk about uh, his upbringing, his, his upbringing and how it was challenging. And, you know, he took on a lot of responsibilities and, you know, it caused him some, you know, some 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 trauma. You know, he was uh, diagnosed with uh, bipolar PTSD and um yeah, uh, the young man been through a lot. Um, I feel like he's very courageous for just, you know, stepping on his platform and sharing his story. So, Jovan, I really appreciate it. Um, uh, keep doing what you're doing, young man, and um, you'll make it through. I got faith in you. Um, you have a strong voice, and I thank you for sharing it with my listeners. And um, the title of this uh, episode is... From the outside looking, a tale of a multi-dimensional mind. So, um, great title. Um, I think you guys would definitely understand the title once you, you know, take a listen to the uh, actual, you know, episode. And, um, yeah, that's what we're going to keep doing. Uh, please keep supporting the podcast and I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. And um, I got something new that I'm going to add to the podcast real quick uh, before we get into the episode. Uh, the question of the week. I, I want to give you a question to think about throughout the week. Um, you can just answer the question to yourself or if you want to share it with me, um, you can email me. You can you know, email me your answer at anxietyaboutanxiety at gmail.com. But yeah, I want to do this every week to give you something to think about in your head. So the question of the week this week is... What's taking up the most of your headspace? So when I mean what I mean by that, what is what is consuming your thoughts? You know, what what are you worried about? Is it work? Is it family? Is it something else? Just take some time, you know, take some time and think about that and answer it to yourself. Or, you know, you can share it with me. I just want to give you something to think about. So that is the question of this week. And I'm going to do that every single week. So, yeah, without further ado, um, before we get into that, uh, like I said, continue to support the podcast, man. Uh, yeah, follow me on Facebook, Instagram at Anxiety About Anxiety. Um, 
you know, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. I really appreciate the support. Anything I can get, man, you know, let our voices be heard. That's what I'm here for. So, yeah, without further ado, I bring you the story of Jovan McCray. Everybody, you know, stay blessed and stay safe. I will be back next week with another inspirational story. So, yeah, everybody out there, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. Therapy for your soul. Peace. Hello, everyone. My name is Jovan. I suffer from bipolar disorder with uh, manic episodes, PTSD, um, schizophrenic affective is still up for evaluation. Uh, I have auditory hallucinations and visual hallucinations. For myself, dealing with all of this, um, it's at its peaks and valleys. I first noticed at a very young age that I hear and see things that people don't. And that was always something I kept secret um, for the longest time until I think I was about 15, 16 when things started to really change for me. Um, Growing up was a bit rough being in poverty and a bunch of kids in the home. There's six of us and then a single mother. It was a lot. And me being second oldest with an older brother who didn't help maintain the family, I took that role and did so. And over time, it weighed on me more and more. I still deal with those same issues, although I'm working on it. I've been in therapy for about four years now, um, just trying to get everything in check. And the more I've been in therapy, the more I've realized how these things affect me on a daily basis. Um, With my bipolar, there are days where I have a trigger and I switch, I could be, super happy and joyful and then either turn angry or upset and in a matter of moments really and then as for my ptsd that comes from being beaten a lot as a kid more so by my older brother who would fight me like i was a grown man and i was a child um He was a lot larger than me and had intimidation on his side. Uh, And I still see shadows of him to this day. And I haven't spoken to him in a very long time. Um, As far as dealing with it daily, I hide a lot of it. I've created... um, a facade that you know people think I'm a very normal person but I deal with a lot um, underneath it all it's weird hearing you being called or um, you know hearing names or voices that clearly aren't there 
um, or seeing things along those same lines. And you have to hide it all. Um, and I still do, because I sometimes feel like the average person just isn't ready to recognize someone who has all these disabilities and disorders um, as being normal. There usually is a stigma of like, oh, you have this, you're probably down all the time or you don't interact. And I'm actually a very charismatic person. I love to entertain. And that's really how I cope is by helping or making people laugh. Those bring me the most joy. Um, it's like that's who I was meant to be for my entire life. I've always tried to um, do that, but as an adult, I now recognize that it's more in depth than just hiding and helping. It's now being open more and still helping, which is strange um, because like I said, that stigma is there and it's, it's tough to look at. Um, I don't consider myself ever being healed of any of this. I mean, of course you can't really heal bipolar. <laughs> um, and then my PTSD, I, I, I work on it. Um, as much as I can, you know, recognizing that, you know, certain negative thoughts shouldn't be there or um, some of the things I say to myself and my head, um, they're not necessary. They're very negative and uh, it's hard to help when you're dealing with negativity in your mind. So I'm working on it. Um, it's messed me up quite a bit though. Um, early in my twenties, it, it was a time where I was learning. I had a lot of these things and I didn't know how to manage. I didn't have a support system around me. I didn't trust going to therapy at the time because uh, I mean, culturally, me being an African-American male, that's not something that's usually done. Um, the saying being, you know, you don't talk about the home outside the home, but sometimes you need to because you need an outside perspective. But I didn't have that, and it led me down a bit of a destructive path, not being able to hold a job because I was always static. I was always trying to move to the next thing. Um, I mean, it, it pulled me away from some friendships because I didn't feel like it was two-sided. I was, you know, helpful and things, but when I finally opened up, you know, I wasn't receiving that on the other end. So my natural instinct is to just pull back pull back completely, um, pretty much ghost myself out. I've learned over the years that, you know, that becomes a small, small, small group of friends that you have to support you after you've backed out a lot of, you know, other potential good friends. Um, but I also find that 
keeping a small circle where I feel confident in talking about my particular issues, I feel better that way. Um, I don't feel as much pressure from everyone knowing what's going on in my head. Um, I, I don't know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I would say that the hardest thing to deal with was not accepting it for myself. I understood and knew that I had these kind of detrimental issues, but I was ignoring them. I didn't want to pay attention to them because they didn't make me normal like everyone else. And that's all I've wanted to be my entire life is normal, just like everyone else. But I had to accept that I am in fact different. I see a lot of positives in it though, which is strange. As, as negative as the situations can be, I've realized that I think more abstractly than the average person. And that allows me to understand different situations better than those people. I, I say that because a lot of people don't really think outside the box. They're so stuck in the regular day-to-day -day things and social norms that they ignore the fact that not everyone is the same like that. So they're trapped in a box while I'm looking on the outside and I see one perspective, I see the next person's perspective and I see so many down the line, but that's also been because I've always been a quiet person. Um, as charismatic as I am. I, I'm quiet and I like to sit back and observe. I have studied people my entire life to try and figure out who do I fit in with and then ultimately finding out that I kind of don't fit anywhere and fit everywhere at the same time. That is the abstract attitude that comes in my mind, you know, hearing, hearing these voices realizing that sometimes as real as they are to me, other people are never gonna see them as real. I live in a different reality. Well, technically everyone does, but I, I feel like mine's just a little bit more different because I do have these outside issues that kind of have morphed my mental and how I process and how I think to a place where I, I understand more. I uh, looked at as a kind of black and white. At the end of the day, I, you either gotta be this or you gotta be this, just accept one or the other. But riding the fence, I understand what's on the fence and why it's there, but people have to make a decision. So I made a decision. I accepted that this is who I am, and I now openly talk about my issues. Um, sometimes it scares people because of 
how open I am about how dark my thoughts get because I do get suicidal thoughts and I have been battling that actually for the past month and a half where every day those thoughts come up some days worse than others but I have to fight and maintain but I talk about it and I think that that's most important is don't just hold on to it for yourself all the time you got to talk about it you got to be open find a person or a group of people who accept that that's who you are whether it be that you have anxiety or PTSD, bipolar, schizophrenia, any mental health disorder, um, borderline personality disorder, like anything where there's a stigma around it. The only way to defeat that stigma is to talk about it, be open about it. That way people understand more. We, we now live in a society where no one's really trying to understand the other person. And that's really prevalent today. But it's so, it's so needed. Um, and that's what I work hard to do, is be open. That way, over time, people recognize it as, okay, hey, you're just different, and that's fine. Um, that's really all I have as far as myself. Um, thank you for your time, and I hope to be back.